0: Hello and welcome to the Fat Moon podcast, a platform for creative therapists to connect and learn from each other. My name is Kirsty Green, and I'm an art therapist with a passion for bringing together community. Each Fat Moon episode, I have the pleasure of interviewing a creative therapist from around the globe. The intention is to offer listeners insight into our peers' pathways, professions, and interests in methodologies. It's my hope that this podcast inspires and educates the collective by building bridges between our disciplines, settings, experiences, and our cultures. The Fat Moon podcast is created, recorded, and inspired on the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. And I pay my respects to elders past and present and to any Aboriginal people listening today. So welcome all. Please enjoy today's guest and our rich discussion. Hello and welcome to the Fat Moon Podcast. Today we have the pleasure of interviewing Daphna Abel-Kehila, residing in Singapore. Daphna is an expressive art therapist specializing in drama and story therapy and has been involved in various research projects and had work published in a number of professional journals. Daphna is the owner and director at West East, which is an expressive art therapy and yoga therapy company. And Daphna also mentors for caregivers and young therapists and offers supervision for individuals, as well as capacity building programs for organizations. Welcome, Daphna. Thank you. How are you today? I'm good.
1: I'm excited about sharing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. I'm excited to have you here sharing. So thank you. Thanks. Um... Just to start with, if you could talk us through your background and your pathway to becoming an expressive art therapist. Uh,
1: Well, my background is uh, in Israel. I was born and raised in Israel. And... Art was uh, definitely my outlet and my way to express myself and process my life experiences. And very early, I started also to communicate and to try to enable other people to express themselves in art making. Um, after I did my army service, I decided to go to the university and study theater. And I was fascinated fascinated with the stage uh, from the visual perspective. And I Mm -hmm. did some stage design and puppet theaters. And then I got scholarship to travel to Japan and to do a research study there. And this was an opening of my journey into Asia Pacific. And I stayed about eight years with my husband in Japan. And two of my kids were born there uh, before we went back to Israel. And I joined the design studio um and i was a bit frustrated with the way um the wild way uh, you have to um accept when you are an artist uh, the test to make a living uh, from your art and i went for therapy mm-hmm. and during the process of uh, therapy, I realized that I am to shift into the profession of expressive art therapies, and I went back to study. And, and yeah, since then, my journey as an expressive art therapy is amazing, and I love my my profession, my work. Uh, yeah.
0: That's, That's the incredible, thing. and can you tell us a little bit about what you're doing now? Uh,
1: now I am involved in two main areas uh, one is meeting clients and being uh, practicing the expressive art therapies with different kinds of clients. And the other is more into the education and supporting other people who are uh, developing their professional experiences and uh, maybe need some supervision and I must say that in Singapore, the profession is very young, so there is a need to advocate and to introduce what we are doing. And uh, this is, yeah, another aspect of my work.
0: Mm -hmm. And your company includes yoga therapy. Could you touch on that a little? Yes.
1: Uh, I do yoga for many years, and I did take a teacher course in Singapore with Mohan uh, family, and then I was offered the course f- for yoga therapy, and I thought it would be a great addition to my work as a therapist, and I can offer clients uh, some yoga practices for their daily life because for me it has been a one of the ways of self-care so yeah this is how i am using it Uh, not so much as a yoga teacher but i use the yoga modality as a addition to my work as therapist
0: Mm. and in your company in your um Work. You're working with individuals, or do you offer group therapy? Both, yeah. It's mm-hmm.
1: individuals, it can be groups, it can be uh, even organizations that uh, would like to practice and to get engaged with self-care and with um, other mental health support system.
0: Hmm. Hmm. And finally, um, a little bit about drama and story therapy. Yeah. <laughs> could uh, you could you elaborate a little bit about what they are? Yes. Uh,
1: drama is a lot about role play, and when I when I present myself, I present myself as an art therapist because people in Singapore, they don't know much about drama therapy and so on. But in my work as a drama therapist, an art therapist, I use to invite clients to look at their artwork as another entity in the therapy, and that the artwork will tell them some story about themselves and how to use it in a playful way. Sometimes uh, it's textual and, and there is a conversation and a role play, really, where the artwork can become someone in the room and someone who speaks for the client and so on. So there are many ways to use it. Yeah, I guess this is my
0: favorite way. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Amazing. Thank you. Um, Is there anything that you are currently really interested in with new research, approaches, literature? Is there anything that you're focused on at the moment? Uh, I must say that I'm very
1: eclectic in my work mm-hmm. and very culturally aware mm-hmm. because uh, I work with people from different cultures and I'm myself an immigrant in a way. And I learned that the work actually is where we are taking it. And I I feel that my role is to help nurture people, nurture people's abilities, nurture them to try and enjoy their creativity. Uh, And that this will lead them into a a way of self-discovery and a discipline of self-care and processing. Uh, So I'm very interdisciplinary in my my belief. Uh, I can say that in recent years I'm even more environmental in a way. Mm. I think that my professional identity grows with me And it's very open and very flexible. And uh, that's why it's very exciting also, because it can change and grow with me.
0: Mm, Beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) And you've already said that you really enjoy your role as a therapist. What is it that you love about being an expressive art therapist? Uh,
1: I think there, there are, the wor- world that we live in is very stressful. And for many people, the journey of growing up with all the expectations and the duties and the tensions that they live in, are very, it's very demanding. And I think that art therapy is a very friendly modality for people to find in themselves strengths and abilities to support themselves. And I don't like to... Look at the therapy as a never-ending process, but I think uh, self-care is a never-ending process, and if people can use uh, some of their strengths and their inner resources, uh, then it is already therapeutic. It is already a great way to... They learn to be in the world and to feel better.
0: <laughs> I really love the wording. It's a friendly modality. Yeah, that's, that's beautiful. <laughs> what are some of the challenges that you experience um, as an expressive art therapist?
1: I think uh, the biggest challenge is that uh, people actually don't know what it means and what it
0: is.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And some misunderstanding and the lack of uh, appreciation for the art therapy. Um, So this is... Maybe one of the challenges, of course, can have uh, many point, uh, you know, clients that could be challenges, cases and uh, local situation and, yeah, the mm-hmm. environment, the context of the care and so on. So these can be challenges. But these challenges are um, interesting in a way it's not something that I would feel bad about mm,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. yeah the constant advocating for what we do is a yeah. is an interesting one that's come up a lot with a lot of people in these interviews yeah and I think there is a there there are trends
1: in psychology and uh, what they call psychology and art and art-based activities and there are many, many terminologies and people get confused and you are not sure what is the proper way to uh, discuss and talk about it and how to present it and what's the boundaries of of the work and, and so on these are challenges of uh, the current uh, situation professional mm-hmm. situation yeah mm-hmm.
0: and while you're experiencing these challenges what is your personal self-care practices i know you mentioned you practice yoga um, yes how else uh, do you yoga, take care? Mm-hmm. I think
1: uh, for me writing uh, journaling is another way for self care and for processing. Mm-hmm. Um, writing uh, can be a, like a journal, but it can be also poetry or creative writing uh, that I like. And I think that I'm using um, academic writing also in a way for processing and for um, developing uh, professionally. So mm-hmm. it's more fun. Uh, um, and I like cooking. It's another way for me to self-care. I like to cook. I like to invite people for and to feed people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Beautiful. I I I guess that's community, isn't it? And you you mentioned off air that your name Ke- Keila, is community. In yes. Hebrew. So yeah, you create
1: community with your cooking. <laughs> yes, definitely. And I like to get engaged with underprivileged communities. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, sorry. Ooh. My <laughs> okay. work uh, with migrant workers in Singapore mm-hmm. uh, is very meaningful for me. Uh,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're you're in demand. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry, in the computer,
1: okay. I can put my phone on silent, but not my
0: computer. <laughs> <laughs> they can still reach you through the computer. Um, okay. Is your work, if you're open to discussing, is your work with um, the migrant community related to expressive art therapy? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I, some uh, 15 years ago,
1: I started uh, doing art therapy with uh, migrant. Domestic worker in a shelter. Mm -hmm. And this has become a long journey of uh, support, supporting uh, domestic workers in Singapore Mm -hmm. and building an education system for caregivers uh, because migrant workers are uh, very important caregivers in Singapore for Singapore families, for elderly, for children, for people with disabilities. And this was part of my journey into PhD uh, with uh, the migrant Filipina migrant workers who commit themselves on their only day off to become teachers uh, to other domestic workers who want to learn about caregiving. Wow. So, yeah, it's been an exciting um, learning process for me.
0: And you, so you, you are undertaking a PhD or you have a, obtained a PhD? I did, I,
1: I did some years ago. I finished my research in 2018. Mm-hmm. Um And uh, there is an NGO in Singapore that provides the support for migrant workers. It calls the Humanitarian Organization of Migration Economics, HOME is the initials. And HOME uh, has built together with the migrant workers uh, what they call HOME Academy. And the program for caregivers uh, at home academy has been evolving, and it's very interesting a uh, program where people are trying to use what we call lay knowledge mm-hmm. it's a uh, knowledge that gained through life experiences rather than in the in the university or in higher education mm-hmm. and to create uh, some established knowledge from it to and to to share it and to pass it on to other people and of course this happens because the migrant workers have no financial resources to go for a conventional education Mm -hmm. Uh, so they are trying new ways and it's it's very interesting yeah that sounds extremely exciting to be involved in and i must say that uh, usually they are very creative and they naturally use arts and uh, Creative expression for their own self care and well being, dancing,
0: mm-hmm. uh, music, uh, and so on. Yeah, the community. Yeah, wow. Um, I did not know that about you. So that's that's exciting to learn. Thank you. <laughs> um, are you currently? making art yourself, or I know you've mentioned writing and cooking, but are you, do you have a another creative outlet that you are currently involved in? Uh, I like
1: textiles very much. Mm. So I am um, mm. uh, using textiles in my art. Uh, yeah. I like uh, working with textile uh, as as colors uh, and textures rather than you know something you sew for. So I I'm always doing a uh, carpet, wall carpets, or masks and and things like this with textiles. I prefer than brushing and yeah so I like to use materials in a to take them into a new way of uh, using them not to use it in the conventional way but uh, to you
0: to use it playfully Mm. yeah that's really fun and yeah. are some of the some of the pieces that are hanging up behind you are they are they yours? Uh, yeah,
1: some yeah. and some uh, with clients and yeah. so on.
0: Yeah, yeah. beautiful. Uh, and to finish, what advice could you share for up and coming mm-hmm. expressive art therapists or creative therapists? What would you like to share with the world? Uh, I would
1: like that a creative therapist will take, be brave and go for therapy for some time themselves, <laughs> and uh, because it's really an amazing process, and and they will. F- enjoy it and feel uh, the benefit of it uh, later on in their professional development allow yourself uh, to be privileged and to take some some kind of therapy Process in your life. It can be short term or long term or different periods in your life, but I think this is something I really recommend for people to allow themselves uh, this kind of experiences. Uh, mm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you for that. Couldn't agree more. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your time today, Daphna. Um, Thank you. I'm going to put your contact details for those that would like to get in touch with you around supervision or anything that we've discussed today. Thank you. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your afternoon. Thank you. I'm am,
1: I am very happy that you are uh, spreading the word, and I hope. Uh, to listen to the podcast and meet other new people through your uh, website
0: oh fantastic thank you thank you for your support thanks bye bye (laughs) thank you for joining us today on the fat moon podcast it's my pleasure to provide space for us to listen and learn from each other if you wish to support the fat moon podcast further please give the show a review and a like. You can also head on over to the Patreon page and check out other ways you can support this project. Any of the topics that we discussed today will be linked in the show notes and you can find all the avenues to connect with today's guest. Finally, if you would like to be interviewed or have a creative therapist you would like to learn more about, please reach out and send your suggestions. So until next time, thank you. Take good care remain curiously creative, and remember to rest.